Welcome to Build Your Dream Network. I'm Kelly Hoey. I see people struggling to connect effectively all the time, so I created this podcast to help you master your network building needs. Whether you're seeking a new job, looking for a promotion, or scaling your business, you need a network, and you're in the right place to get the advice you need. And don't worry, my advice is real. It's actionable and practical because it's the advice I follow and is what has transformed my career from the traditional to the unexpected. So let's get started. What are your resolutions for the coming year? I'm taking on the challenge of keeping New Year's resolutions in this episode of the podcast. It's a hefty challenge, as making and not keeping resolutions is a strong tradition. Every year, many of us jot down a few goals, from losing weight, to saving more, to switching careers, or finally cleaning out the attic or garage, and how many of us actually keep, let alone achieve, the goal or resolution we set only a few weeks before. Actually, according to a recent study, 60% of us admit that we make New Year's resolutions, but only about 8% of us are successful in achieving them. Many of us will fail or drop the end-of-year resolution we made within a month of making it. When I say most, I mean most. According to one study, 80% of resolution makers will fail by the second week of February. So how can we change that outcome? Why hope for the best or resign ourselves to annual failure when we could put a structure in place to encourage a better outcome? Wouldn't it be great to actually use that gym membership you've paid for and keep a resolution to exercise? Before I dive into how to change the outcome, let's run down a list of the top 10 New Year's resolutions. At number one, diet or eat healthier. Number two, exercise more. Number three, lose weight. Number four, save more and spend less. Number five, learn a new skill or hobby. Number six, quit smoking. Number seven, I like this one, read more. Number eight, find another job. Number nine, drink less alcohol. Number 10, spend more time with family and friends. That list is not out of the realm of possibility. It's not as if we're all resolving this year to sail around the globe or climb Everest or only eat foods that start with the letter C. But having a goal, even when we write it down, doesn't seem to be enough to bring it to fulfillment. Goals need champions. Goals need cheerleaders. Goals need coaches, fans, mentors, supporters, co-conspirators, teammates. Goals need accountability and encouragement of community. That would be your network. And we need to enjoy achieving those goals. And that's where community comes in too. Pursuing a slightly negative, you should, because it's good for you, goal is like being told you can't have something as a child. And how do we react to that? We pout. We fuss. We protest. We throw a tantrum. We know we have to do it, but it doesn't feel right. Our motivation is off. And if when there is a great outcome from doing something we should, the outcome doesn't feel the same. It's less satisfying. Or 
as my friend Nicole Galeros wrote in her blog post titled Grateful Dead on Repeat and Marriage, the trick is when you see the sacrifices as sacrifices. Then yeah, good luck with attaining the goal. One of my goals has been to share my networking message far and wide. Since Build Your Dream Network launched in 2017, I've been privileged to travel a lot. A lot for work, and yes, for pleasure, but a lot for work. However, this is now taking a toll on my 50-plus-year-old body. I know, extraordinarily first-world problems, but hear me out. I've sadly come to accept that racing through airports is not sufficient exercise, and I've turned to Pilates. Bizarre. Travel is not a sacrifice, but until now, working out has been. Now, the Pilates studio I frequent has a real community of teachers and students. The community accountability, okay, plus the Sunday morning rock music playlist by one of the instructors, sway me away from procrastination and into enthusiastically prioritizing my health and well-being. Plus, it's fun. I look forward to seeing my new community at the studio. And yes, I've recruited a couple of friends to join me as well. So what goals are you setting for yourself in the coming year? And how can you make them more enjoyable and more likely to stick by adding some community? How can you turn the sacrifices of saving money or losing weight into the stepping stones towards that bigger vision you have for your life and career? As I share in Chapter 3 of my book, networking for me always starts with a goal. Let me explain a little more for those who may not have read the book. It's in the subchapter, The Goal Comes First. Here's what I say. As I've said from the start, I believe there are connection-based solutions for pretty much every challenge we face in our jobs and careers, whether it is finding a job, securing a donation, or locating a source. Sorry, your problems aren't new. Someone has faced your dilemma before or a challenge that looks an awful lot like it. And this is good news. You now have the chance to leverage their mistakes and insights to improve your own networked outcome. So back to New Year's resolutions. Let's apply some build your dream network process to those as the dream network building process is one that starts with a goal, requires determining the correct connection or network to help, and then focuses on implementation strategies for the goal. Let's go back to that list of top 10 New Year's resolutions to see if we can't add some community and enjoyment along with accountability and encouragement to them. And while we're at it, can we chunk a few of these together for efficiency? Let's go over the list again. Diet or eating healthier, exercising more, losing weight, saving more and spending less, learning a new skill or hobby, quitting smoking, reading more, finding another job, drinking less alcohol, spending more time with friends and family. Okay, let me look at that list. Read more, eat healthier, and spend time with friends. Sounds like a potluck monthly or quarterly book club to me. Why not organize one with friends who have similar goals? You could also do this with work colleagues brown bag it every second Wednesday and have someone discuss the book they are reading, or why make it that complicated? How about an article they found interesting? I'm biased to think read more means books. It could be articles or blogs. 
and a thought or reminder to chunk down your goals if they suddenly seem insurmountable. If your goal is to read more, instead of a novel, pick up a book of short stories or subscribe to a publication with long reads. Find ways to move away from the snackable content we're also addicted to. Here are some more ways I imagine to add community to New Year's goals. How about taking walking meetings or catch-ups instead of coffee dates? That little switch-up would likely go a long way. When asked for catch-up sessions now, that is my default, a walk, not a sit. It is remarkably easy to get in those 10,000 steps when you're, you know, chatting with a friend. This also popped into my mind. Potlucks and brown bagging it may help you achieve another goal, spending less. Spending less doesn't mean depriving yourself. One group of New York City friends I have get together two times a year for a closet-clearing, clothes-swapping brunch. That's a great way to get friends together, save money, clean out the closet if that's one of your goals. If your goal is to spend less, swapping clothes is one idea. But you don't have to stop there. You could swap books or sporting equipment or, I don't know, use the gathering as a way to barter exchange for what it is you do need. A night of babysitting in exchange for maybe resume editing if your goal this year is to change jobs. If you're working remotely or feel disconnected from the community to help you with your goals, this is where leveraging social media and online communities comes into play. From designating a subgroup of friends who will cheer each other on, as well as holding each other accountable, to scheduling Skype dates. I do this frequently with friends who are not located in the same city as me. You could also join a structured online community. 99 Walks, founded by my friend Joyce Shulman, sets monthly challenges that you can pursue with friends or with friends you make through the online community. But tap into a community, literally to get your exercise done or do whatever it is you're seeking to achieve. And remember, these are New Year's resolutions. 365 days to make it happen. So don't ditch the goal after two weeks. Why don't you rework it, reframe it, chunk it down so you can check it off the list instead of writing it off. But most importantly, start acting on your goals and ambitions by connecting them with your network. Now, in case you're wondering, my three resolutions again this year are to embrace optimism, to stop overlooking what's right, and to be my own change agent, starting today without excuses. Go forth and conquer, and I'll see you back here next week. Thank you for listening to Build Your Dream Network. Stay connected and don't miss a networking insight by subscribing to the podcast. And while you're there, I'd love you to rate and review the show too. Are you looking for more networking advice? Pick up a copy of my book, Build Your Dream Network. It's your guide to modern networking. I'd like to hear your networking questions, tips, and ideas. Connect with me via my website, jkellyhoey.co. You'll find links to all my social media accounts, plus a contact form to email me your questions. I'm Kelly Hoey. And I'll be back again next week to tackle your networking challenges.